0: Hallelujah. Oh, I said, hallelujah. Are you blessed to be in the house of God? Oh, I said, are you blessed to be in the house of God? Hallelujah. Were you praying for me? No, I didn't hear that. Were you praying for me? I was praying for you. I don't know about you whether you're praying for me. Hallelujah. And I missed you very much. I don't think there is any better church in the whole world than CICC. Oh, I don't think you uh, you don't uh, you don't believe what I'm saying. You see, the things that are very very vital to life, you don't really pay attention unless until the the time is not there. That is when you miss it. Are you are you with me? When the water is not there, that is when you miss water. When electricity is not there, that's when you miss it. Otherwise, it's just, it's one of those things. You know, we had a meeting with all the people who had been or some of the people who had been to this church and have relocated to Ghana. And in the meeting, we realized that it's not the same. I mean, they were telling, the way they were like yearning and begging for CIC to come to Ghana, you have no idea. So, don't take it for granted what you have. Hallelujah. I said, do not take it for granted what you have. Just this evening, uh, Seth was lamenting and crying to me, saying that, can we not find a way to make the thing interactive so that his contribution will be heard? (laughs) Life. Hallelujah. So, I told him that he should find CICC Accra and go, go to that church. He'll be blessed. It's the same church as this one. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. We, we started talking about leadership before I left, isn't it? And I want to continue leadership. And there's a reason why I want, want to talk about leadership. Turn your Bibles with me to Matthew 28, verse 19. Matthew 28, verse 19. This is Jesus speaking. Jesus said, go therefore. And make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Holy Spirit. Go and make disciples. To, to, in order to be able to make disciples, you must be a leader. Because a disciple is a student. And I said to you, a leader is, is the, the, the one that takes charge of the class. Isn't it? A leader is the one that takes charge of the class, that leads the class. A leader is somebody who, says, who makes the, 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 the people he's leading, follow them. Amen. Amen. So you see, part of the instruction that Jesus gave us to, to be able to go out there and make disciples of him is leadership. We have to lead them from hell to heaven. And it takes a skill, a leadership skill to lead properly. We, we learned that leadership is not about age. <coughs> Isn't it? Has nothing to do with age. And I told you that leadership is an art, which means it can be learned. Anything that's an art can be learned. <coughs> Singing is an art. Singing is an art. And if it's an art, it means it can be learned. Talking is an art, <laughs> which means that it can be learned. Preaching is an art, which means it can also be learned anything that is an art art it means it can be learned amen Amen. nobody's born a leader everybody somehow whether by watching others or by taking time to study can lead to a large extent when they apply themselves to those who are not good leaders are people who decide not to learn how to lead. And incidentally a bad leader doesn't know that he's a bad leader. (laughs) A good leader sometimes don't know that he's a good leader so it's a bad leader. A bad leader that feels that they are good but there are certain signs like any art there are certain signs to tell you that you're doing well or not. Do you understand? Like if you are singing it's an art. If you start to sing and the facial expression of the people you are singing to changes, it, <laughs> it means there's something wrong with the singing that you are doing. You better check it. Because it? I've seen people who sing very well, but they were singing in the wrong key. The music was in one key and they were singing in the wrong key. They are very good singers, but they don't have the ear to, to be able to differentiate between one key and the other. Are you, are you getting? Because there are people who are tone deaf. There's some people who can't see color. Hey. <laughs> Hallelujah. So you see, Jesus wants us to lead skillfully the people we are going to win. And follow him. Or lead them to where he wants them to, where he wants us to go, which is heaven. And he himself said that I am the good shepherd. In John chapter 10, he says that I am the typical. Is, is there a word like that? Archetypal or archetypical, whatever the English is. I am the archetype of a good leader. What are you with me? I am the best leader. I know my sheep, and I'm known by my sheep. They know my voice. They hear my voice and they know the voice. Are you with me? Other voices they will not follow. They will follow my voice because I have a certain skill of leading them. I have a certain skill of calling them. I have a certain skill of talking to them. That makes them listen to me. And other voices they will not follow. Because others don't do it the way I do it. That is a good leader. Hallelujah. So we started looking at a few uh, examples of leadership to learn a few qualities. Amen. And we looked at, uh, who did we look at to start with? Peter, isn't it? And then we started to look at Abraham. I don't know where we got to with Abraham. Okay, so where did we get to? We said a leader must have number one was what? Okay, so for those who are not here, let's start. Let's go to Genesis 12. So we read 1 to 9, then we can glean some things from there. Genesis 12, 1 to 9. Bible says that, Now the Lord said to Abraham, Get out of your country from your family and from your father's house to the land that I will show you, and I will make you a great nation. I will bless you and Will make your name great, and you shall be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you, and curse those who curse you. And in you, and all the families of the earth shall be blessed. So Abraham departed from the, as the Lord has had spoken to him, and lot with him. And Abraham was seventy-five years old when he departed from Haran. And Abraham took Sarah his wife, and lot his brother's son, and all their possessions that. They had gathered, and the people who were, who they had acquired in Haran, and they departed to go to the land of Canaan, and they came to the land of Canaan, and Abraham passed through the land, to the place of Shechem, as far as the terebinth tree of Moriah, or Moreh, and the Canaanites were in the land, and the Lord appeared to Abraham and said, to you, your descendants, I will give this land, and there he built an altar. Who had to the Lord who had appeared to him, and he moved from there to the mount, to the mountain east of Bethel, and pitched his tent with Beth with Bethel on the right, on the west, and Ai on the east, and he built an altar to the Lord and called the name of the Lord. So he journeyed from there, still going toward the south. Hallelujah. So that was a general gist of his call. Amen. And with that, we saw a few characters of his leadership or the leadership style or goal that he had. I said, number one, a leader has a goal, isn't it? Don't tell me you are leading if you don't know what your ultimate goal is. Are you with me? Sisters, before you follow any man, ask him, where are we going? (laughs) Oh, he didn't like that. Oh... Okay, okay. My sister is in the house. <laughs> I'll tell you a little about her later. Amen. Yeah, you must, you must, you must check his his destination before you go and become a helpmeet to him. Nobody wants to help a pack car. No, oh, you oh, Am I in the, the right church? I think I've gone to a, a different church. Huh? Sorry? He didn't know that he has a goal. He has a, a, a goal in mind. He has something that he wants to achieve. Do you understand what I'm saying? And see, if you don't know what the person's goal is, you can't help them right. I don't know whether you understand what I'm saying. If the person is packed, which means that he's going nowhere. And he has no aim. He has no goal. You can't support such a person. So when the person comes to say, sister, I love you, you must ask, where are we going? What is our goal? What are, how, where do you see yourself in five years? Where do you see yourself in ten years? What, are, what am I going to help to achieve? Otherwise, he's not the right guy for you. See, don't be don't be taken in by a smooth talker. You see, in between the lines, try and find where what their aim is, what their goal is, what, their, what, what is their dream. In Habakkuk to, to say, make the vision plain, isn't it? So that those who follow can run with it. So I I I can run when I see the vision or when I have a, an inkling of where you are taking us, then it's easier to follow. But when you don't have an an aim, then it's difficult. Abraham said, God is taking me to a land. I may not know the destination, but I know that my goal is to go towards where God is sending me. And I'm moving. And he he was able to tell the people or, or, or relay the goal that God had given him to the people. So it was easier to follow. What all we know is that we don't know the destination, but we know that God has called us away from here, which means that we have to move. So He said He took everything the possession, the people, and everything and He moved. So it's easier to follow as they are moving. Are you with me? I may not know the, the exact destination of, of CICC, but I have an inkling of where God is taking, is taking us. And as we move on, I'm able to. Uh, give you the vision in step and it's easier to follow because you can see the vision and it's something that is worthwhile following. It's something that is while helping to achieve. Are, are, you, are you with me? So we are going towards that direction and we are moving. But when you have a leader who hasn't got an end, a goal, And it's like, oh, it will happen. What will happen? Oh, things will work out. What will work out? How? Am I making sense? You are making me earn my money today. <laughs> Next one. A leader has faith. Amen. And did I give you reasons why the leader needs to have faith? Because there are tasks and challenges which will discourage you. See, anything that you can achieve easily is not worth achieving. <laughs> anything that is worth having, you have to face challenges and battles. Amen. And when you face the battle, it must be you must have faith that you it will work. Otherwise, you will give up. That's right. Amen. Everything in life will meet challenges and hurdles. Anything that is worthwhile achieving. Your, your education, your degree. How many have had some challenges thus far? Hiccups, hiccups. How many are having some challenges currently? currently. currently. Yeah. yeah, it's because it's worth achieving. It's worthwhile, isn't it? Yeah. So you have to overcome. And how do you overcome? You need faith to overcome. You have, must have faith that it will happen, and you must also have faith in yourself. A lot of us don't have faith in ourselves. Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. But you see, how do I have faith in myself? I have faith in myself because of the history of the little victories I've had in the past. How many have had some little victories in the past? One or two victories. Those are the victories that must give you faith. That this one too will be like the, uh, the, the lion and the bear that are killed. This Goliath will be like that. So it gives you confidence that I can do it. Amen. I can make it. How many believe that you can make it? Yeah. A, a, a thousand may not have made it, but you will make it. Amen. Amen. And you must believe that you'll make it. Never have this doubt in yourself. Self, self, some of us, we sabotage our own blessings. We sabotage because we don't expect anything good to happen to us. We don't expect to, to achieve anything. So it's like when we go for the results, we don't look at the high grades because we don't think we'll be there. How you know what I'm talking about? Around, around you start from there. You look whether you're the past. Pass Mark. Whether you are there, <laughs> Just about the red line. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. Things will work out in the end. Amen. I said things will. Work. How many will agree that through the changes of time, life through the the uh, ups and downs Abraham faced, in the end, it worked out for him. Amen. Yeah, the story always ends. In the end, it benefited them. There's a story in Hebrews chapter 11. When you look at at it, it says that all these people, all of them, they died because they were looking for a city. They didn't see the city, but they died in faith, believing, and it was accounted to them as glory. Are, Are you with me? All these people died, not having received the promise, but having seen them afar off, were assured of them. Uh, are you getting it? The, in the end, it works for, for them. They may not have seen, uh, they may not have been uh, promoted in life, they may not have become like what others became, but they achieved it in the end. All of them, somehow, it works for them. Amen. And I say it will work for you. I say it to work for you. Hallelujah. Number three. A leader is someone who takes others with them. Don't tell me you are a leader if you are not taking others to glory with you. See, the story of most, can I say African leaders, most African leader leaders are a story of they going to the promised land by themselves, alone. Are you with me? All they are in for is their own belly. And that's the worst type of leader to have. There is a leader who is going to the top alone. It's an ignorant leader. Do you know that when you get to the top, it's easier to be targeted and hit? How many understand what I'm saying? It's, It's so easy to hit the target when it's on top alone. But when you rise with people, you are secure as a leader. Because if they if they, they, they may not necessarily hit you. They are, wear a lot. See, when they came to uh, the garden to find Jesus, that's a good example of leadership. When they came to the garden, there were twelve. Of, there were eleven of them there. And they were so together and so of the same type that. Judas, who betrayed Jesus, had to identify Jesus with a kiss. Because they could not easily locate the leader. In today's charismatic Pentecostal Christian church, you will not need a kiss to identify the pastor or the bishop. <laughs> <laughs> Judas wouldn't need to embrace Jesus and kiss Jesus. To, uh, uh, to... <laughs> when you see the pastor, you know that this is the one. Let's kill him. Are you with me? By the time you go, the type of chair that he's sitting on alone will make you know that he is the one. <laughs> How many you know what I'm talking about? When you go to the church, you see a certain chair, like he says, like a goat, you know, like you see, this is must be the pastor's chair. So easy to identify. You see, when you come to this church, you won't know which chair is my chair. Because I don't have a chair. I can sit anywhere here, and it's, 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 there's a reason for it. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Take others with you. The Bible says that, and the possession or the, the the riches of Lot grew as much as the riches or the wealth of Abraham to the point that his. Workers were fighting the workers of Abraham. Lots of workers and Abraham's workers were fighting. Why? Because Abraham had taken him up so that he had prospered. Never ever want to rise alone. Never ever want to achieve alone. Always achieve with others. I say always achieve with others. Always rise with others. You must always look. Listen. The pride and the joy of a great leader is to see somebody that you have helped to elevate. That is what makes you a good leader. It is not when you have achieved every, everything by yourself. You have raised the dead by yourself. You have done all the miracles by yourself. That doesn't make you a good I stand leader. Alone. I stand alone. No, 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 no. no, When you help others to raise the dead, then you are a great leader. Are you, are you getting it? You see, when, when you look at the world, the, the leaders that are celebrated are the ones that helped others. When you look at the Mandela's and you look at the, uh, what do you call them, all these type of great leaders uh, in, in America and all those, they are the people who helped others, who achieved for others, not what they achieved personally. We really don't care about what you achieve personally. Yeah. Hallelujah. Indeed. That's why I said, uh, 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 my friend just died recently, isn't it? Mugabe. Nobody is really, the world didn't they stop. Said, they said that- you see, the world, the world did not stop to mourn Mugabe. It's true. It was just a side note. Yes, this is somebody who has, who has been uh, a leader for how many years? 40 years. A leader for 40 years and he dies. And you see, when he died, I was in Ghana. And you would have, you would have thought that in Ghana, being Africa he that he would be given a lot of uh, airtime air it was a footnote <laughs> it was like oh uh, 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 the, on this morning whatever what day it was uh, um, mugabe who had been a, 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 a dictator for in uh, Hazard, and now it cnn same thing it was a footnote but when Madiba died, the whole world stopped. Everybody stopped. But you know, he only, he only ruled for one term. He was allowed to do two terms. But he only did five years. Because he was taking others with him. The world stopped marking the quality of leadership he, he had. Are you with me? Which means that when you alone achieve, you see Mugabe built a, a, a whole village for he, himself and his his, uh, his children uh, with gold cutlery and plates. And he built a, a big massive village. You, you see, when you are driving around, you don't see inside. The wall; nobody can see through the house. He was hiding behind the wall. Yeah, the wife only wears uh, Gucci and name, name brand. She only shops in... But, but, you see, you see it, we, the world didn't even spend more than five minutes. As to whether he's been buried or not, really, nobody cares. What I'm trying to say is that you see that it won't make use we won't do a live coffee. In fact, when uh, Madiba died, the, do you remember that guy who was doing the sign by for sign language? We went in life. All the presidents of the world went there. Because this was a man who said, you know, he said that I would rather stay in prison than to leave prison and leave my people imprisoned. If I'm going out, we are all going out. Otherwise, leave me here. That's a good leader. See, I'm saying that so that you identify that. Stop being selfish. I say stop being selfish. It's not about you alone. It is not about you alone. That's the message. What is it for you to achieve and have a big house behind a big wall? And everybody else is suffering. When your wife and children are enjoying, then what? <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. Are, are you understanding me? You see, proper leadership is not about you. A leader, a good leader is a servant. When Jesus was teaching his disciples how to lead. He made some people bring water. And he said, bring your dirty feet here. Let me wash, yeah. and he said, "Listen, this is what leadership is about. Leadership is about service. Leadership is about serving others. Leadership is never about having, uh, you know, I, I get so angry, you know, when I'm I'm driving, I was driving in, in, in Ghana, and you see all these moto, two moto, three motors here, there, and then you see all these black uh, cars, SUVs." <laughs> Because a minister is going minister. or uh, uh, somebody who thinks they are important is going. Look at, look at, look at somebody. When, when we are driving on bad roads, you have reinforced suspension and you are going through the bad road as if the road is good. So look at, look at, and they're themselves good leaders. See, it's easier to see a bad leader when it's not you. Are you with me? It it is is easier. Like I'm talking about Mugabe, you can see it. But when you are the Mugabe, you can't see it. Uh, You don't enjoy enjoy the message. I'm not interested in Mugabe, I'm interested in you. (laughs) Say, hey. <laughs> yeah. let's stop having this idea notion of self-confidence and self-importance yeah. self you know aggrandizing no no this not, it's not important it's not important if you're going to be a leader you must think about how you help others See, Abraham says that, Lord, you choose. If you go to the right, I'll go to the left. If you go to the north, I'll go to the south. You choose first. I'm the leader, but I say you choose first. You see? But we don't do that. We will choose and give the rubbish to to the the people who are behind us. That is the Mugabe in you. You didn't like. <laughs> you didn't like that. Now you are shaking your head. <laughs> you see, every, every leader takes followers with them. So you see, don't call yourself a leader in the church when you don't have followers coming with you to church. You're a Mugabe leader. You are coming to church, but you're alone. With the moto, whew, okay, then you come to church. And I see you becoming, I receive it. I see you become. I receive it. Then you go home, you and your followers are at home waiting for you. Not Having not received anything. A leader is somebody who says that I have seen something great in the house of God. Come, let's go. Come, let's go. So we can, we can hear from the Lord. So we can, in, in, in Isaiah chapter 2, he says, that he said, come, let us go to the house of the Lord. He'll give us instructions how we ought to live so that our lives will be better. I am not about my life alone being better. It's about our lives being better. You are a selfish leader when you come alone. When you go to a place of blessing by yourself, and you don't take others, you see, when the selfish leaders of Africa, when they are sick, they go to they fly themselves and they fly their children to the place where they can receive a good treatment. Place of blessing by themselves. And when they are healed, they drive and come back alone. Others, when they are sick, they die in the hospital. You are preaching. Bring it to us. The place of of blessing is the church. Where you can, don't drive yourself. Take the bus yourself to the place of blessing. And others, when they have trouble and they are depressed, they stay in their room and die. You're a bad leader. A (laughs) wana. Is the message choking? The place is going quiet. <laughs> I went to preach in this church. I preached and got a place. They were like, <laughs> So I asked, Is the message choking? Then they say, Yes, the message is choking. I said, Then it's good. <laughs> it's not every time you should be happy about the message. Yes. Hallelujah. Me. Hallelujah. Yeah. Leadership is about people. Others, you're taking a walk. If you are going to lead, you must lead people. So don't call yourself a leader. If you don't have people you are leading. Absalom had 120 people following him. Jesus had 12 disciples and a multitude following him. John the Baptist had people following him. The rabbis had people following him. Remember uh, Saul used to follow them before he became Paul? Every, every leader has. Even Satan. The Bible said He still drew a third of the host of heaven. A third followed him. Yeah. Because every leader has followers. And all of us in this room are leaders. And my question to you is that where are your followers? If your followers are not here, then you are not. You might be a leader, but a Mugabe type of leader. Hey, some people look at me with a very stern face. I'm trying to move on very quickly, but I've learned by experience that when your face is squeezed, I shouldn't go away from the point. I should bend the point until your face changes. I'm not leaving. You see, a true leader needs to be able to develop his followers to be as good as they are. See, Pastor Sam, until you develop somebody to be as good as you, so that we don't need you, you you're not a good pastor. You understand? Somebody must be as good as you. You must work your way away from a job. Then that makes you a good leader. If we cannot breathe without you, you are a very bad leader. You're a Mugabe type of leader. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? Like, as soon as the pastor is away from the church, the church collapses. That's a very bad leader. You should be able to raise somebody, same anointing, same spirit, same power. Then that makes you a good leader. Did you have the same anointing when I, I, was, not, I was away? Was it the same spirit? Any service you came to? Or was it different? Then it means I'm trying. <laughs> 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 Hallelujah! Hallelujah. Yeah. And I want more people. I want to work myself away from a job, so I'm not needed. Because I'm needed, then I'm not a good, a good leader. A lot of people are so insecure that they want. It's like you are the only one who knows how to connect the machine. So the day you are not here, it means we can't do do the machine. (laughs) You're a bad leader. Yeah. You're the only one with the revelation. The day you are not here, it's like the message, there's no revelation in the church. There's no anointing. Anointing goes goes on vacation because you have gone on vacation. You're not a good leader. I'll show you this, but I'll leave this thing so that you need me. That's the type, that African style of leadership. I will lock the the USB that has all the vital information in my office and go on holiday, so that you have to call me, and then I will tell you something that makes that you help you. May help you a little bit, but not all. <laughs> <laughs> so that you know that ah, I mean, it was not once that Pastor Sam. Or Pastor William, or anybody called me, Reverend, we have this issue. No, I don't want you to call me. You know how to fix everything, you know how to do everything. I'm on holiday. Leave me alone. Because if I haven't taught you to be able to stand on your feet, then I haven't done a good job. This church should be able to run 10 years without me being here. Are you getting it? That's the aim. That's where we are going. Because I was saying to somebody, Gradually, you see me less here. Oh, don't change your face. <laughs> I, I, smile, don't change your face. Yeah, gradually you see me less because I'll be needed elsewhere. And hopefully, I should have done a such a fantastic job that my absence here will not be felt. You get, that's the aim. That's where we are going. That's a runabout where God is taking us. <laughs> Hallelujah. Number four, a good leader is what? A risk taker. How many don't like taking risk? Give me a wave. <laughs> oh, oh, lift. I'm, I'm, I'm doing a poll. I'm doing a poll. Usually, you see more women or more ladies don't like taking risks than men. And that's what I was trying to So, let's be honest. Be honest. Lift up your... Honest, lift up your. Let's see, let's see how many ladies. Or oh, let's all stand. Those who don't like taking risks, please stand so we see. You like when I say you don't like taking risks. You don't like trying new food. You don't like trying going to new destinations. Stand to your feet. Stand to your feet. You don't like trying new drinks. You don't like doing things you don't know to do. Okay, so we have one, two. Oh, please keep standing. One, two, three, four, five. Six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Out of the ten, it's only one guy, isn't it? It's only one guy. <laughs> Please sit down. Thank you. Do you get it? We like what we like. We like where we, what we know. We like what we, we can almost anticipate will happen. You see, if you are that type, your world is very small. As for me, I like this this food. One, two, three, four. That's it. I like this type of drinks. One, two, three, four. I, I like this area. One, two, three, four areas. It means your world is very small. Your 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 kingdom that you are you have dominion over is very 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 small. If you are going to be a great leader, you must go beyond what you know. Take a risk. Take a risk. Learn different styles. Learn different people. Welcome different people. Different races. Different ages. Different uh, 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 preferences. Learn to to become Catholic. When you say Catholic, the word Catholic means universal. Have a universal taste. Ask for me if it has not got a lot of pepper in it, I don't like You know, you're a bushman. (laughs) (laughs) If it has no, if I don't, if the carbohydrate is more, not more than, is less than the protein, I don't want it. No, you're a bushman. (laughs) How do you know what I'm talking about? You see, in some part of the world, when they are giving you food, they identify the food by the carbohydrate. But in most parts of the world, it's the protein that is used to identify the food. It's a chicken meal. They give you chicken or, or steak. Chicken or beef. Fish or steak. What they are saying is that fish is maybe potatoes and uh, whatever. You do you understand? Or beef is uh, with uh, pasta or mashed potato or something but they identified the meal by the protein. Are you with me? But the other part of the world, they identified the meal by the carbohydrates. <laughs> 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 is it? Bring me the fufu. The fufu is like, it's the, that's the dominant part of the food. The, the, the rice is the dominant part of the food. beans. <laughs> He said, rice and peas. It means that it's rice with a few peas. <laughs> <laughs> Dodging inside. <laughs> Are you with me? But let's learn. Let's learn. You see, take, uh, take risk. Broaden your horizon. Learn different cultures. Learn different people. Learn different... Don't ask for me, i only like... No. Make sure you <laughs> I had a grandmother giving a granddaughter advice about who to marry, who not to marry. and you see when when I was just eavesdropping and I realized that it was only three different regions that were optional. the rest had no three uh, within the country, only three regions within the country that the grandmother had given options. Okay. the rest of the world was disqualified <laughs> and I was saying that so what if and incidentally, if the, this person doesn't go around these regions and don't doesn't meet anybody in this region, meet that person if they are going to follow this grandmother's advice, they will not marry. <laughs> because you like don't marry from the rest of the world. If you want to marry, it's oh you can marry this region, they are good people. You can marry that region, they are good people, you can marry the rest of them are bad people. Look at something. Hallelujah. How many understand what I'm trying to say? Yeah. Broaden your horizon. Be able to 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 flow with everybody, to be able to flow with every type of culture, to be able to flow with every type of food. Don't say I'm in Panama and there's no food to eat, because Panama their staple diet is sancocho soup, and do you know what sancocho soup is? It's a little dumpling in Water. I call it water because it's, it's supposed to be—it's it's as the it's, soup is as clear as water, <laughs> with about two or three boiled onions swimming inside around the dumpling, with um, <laughs> maybe like a little bit of uh, spice that has been put in and, and salt, and that's it. That's that's soup. And that is, the, that is the, like the house meal. You go and visit somebody for dinner. and That's what they give you. Some people, they give us that meal. We we'll won't be able to sleep. We, we Listen. We went to preach in, in, in uh, South America. And I, I was with this pastor, friend of mine. And after we had finished preaching, I went to dinner. The, the host invited took us to a fancy restaurant and then they will ask what would you eat me when I go to any place I don't know I have a few lists that I everywhere in the world it works so I ask for that because if I'm not sure ask for the safe one this my friend was trying to be very so he said oh a good leader. you know good leader. give us. me some good What's the best? What's the house special? That's what he asked. What's the house special? And then the house special is on soup. Said, yeah, that's what I want. Then he he turned he turned around and said to me that when you go you have to when you go to Rome you must do what the Romans do you must like what the Romans. I said, okay. So, so when, they, when they brought the food, they brought my sliced sliced duck with um, egg fried rice and black bean sauce and very very nice and he said, I said, you with my- mine and he said to me you with mine is coming you see I said, okay so I was there when they brought in the bowl the bowl was this big <laughs> and the dumpling was this big <laughs> <laughs> and the sandwiches with three onions on the side. <laughs> so he yeah, asked, is that all? <laughs> and the guy is a big guy. And also we're eating there. He was like, he said he said in the, in the, in the, in the local dialect, would you leave me, boy? <laughs> A lot of pastors were sat around the table. We were all eating. crack. <laughs> Would you leave us? <laughs> they said, I <"Ur> are." <laughs> you are sick. <laughs> so at the end of the, day, we finished eating. I ate everything. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how, how do I share my food with you on the table Please don't do that in the middle of the night we're all sleeping <laughs> his door was here my door was here go, he came. grace oh, won't you open the door <laughs> so I opened the door and said I, I can't sleep. <laughs> I, I can't sleep. I say why? You <laughs> So he said, come with me. We roamed the whole of the city there. Everything was shut. <laughs> Looking for KFC to buy. <laughs> It's good to take risks. There are some places you must not take risks. <laughs> don't take risks with food you don't know. <laughs> Hallelujah. But a leader must take risks. You see, you will never know what you can achieve until you take risks. Amen. How many of us, they, they give you, a, you go for a certain job and it has a big title and a big name. And sometimes you look at it and say, I can't do it. How do you know you cannot do it? Project manager, go and do it. You realize that there's nothing to it. It's a big thing, but really there's nothing. You are smart enough, you can learn. Hallelujah. Be a risk taker. I say be a risk taker. I remember once I was working with this guy. We're doing accounts for this company. And we're doing accounts, we're doing accounts. And I asked, I just, we were just chatting, when the two of us in the office, and I asked him, so what did you do? Did you do CIMA or ACCA? Or what university did you go? Then he said, I left school at 16. This is an accountant for a large company. I am mean, chief accountant said I left school at the age of 16 so I said how did you get here how did you get to this office that we are sitting to do this I and mean, we are talking about 50 million turnover that we are doing accounts for so I said how did you get here he said I went to apply for a job as an account assistant uh, 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 what do you call it uh, apprentice and anytime there's a little uh, opening he goes for it anytime they give anything he goes and when he goes he will let the people teach him all they know then he's going and he's going now he's a chief accountant from the age of 16 he hasn't been to school some of us will do PhD do doctorate do everything more no, you can't sit in that room and the reason why you can't sit in that room is not because you are you are not clever, but you don't take risks. You are scared to go and go for an interview for a job like that. See now you are, you are not laughing anymore. <laughs> <laughs> take risks. Lead a leader is a risk taker. If we didn't take a risk, we would not be sitting in this room. I told you when we got this building, we were not even 15 people in the church. I took a risk. Amen. Take a risk. Yeah, go and apply for that job. When they ask you, "Have you got uh, experience?" Yes, I have experience. Where did you get the experience? Listen, the lion and the bear. (laughs) Who knows? In who in this room knows whether the lion was not sick? That lion that David killed. It could be that that lion had fever. was a sick lion. A sick lion Lion. or a a lion who has diarrhea. It's a lion. It could be that the lion had diarrhea that day. So it couldn't really move much. much. And David just didn't do much. Just killed the lion. It could be that the, the bear had toothache. A bear that has toothache cannot bite anybody. Have you ever had a toothache before? You see, you can't do anything. Can you fight when you have toothache? So it could be. But he never said, oh, that, that lion was sick and that bear had to take He didn't say that. All he said, I killed. I fought a bear. I fought a lion. I killed both of them. I will kill this Goliath too. In the same way, that little victory you had, don't look down on it. That, bear, that little bear you killed, is not a running stomach bear. It's a proper bear you killed. It's not a, bear, a lion with diarrhea. It's a proper lion you killed. Or you don't like what I'm saying? Yeah. And use that as your confidence booster to go for the Goliath and kill the Goliath too. Amen. That's what makes you a mighty man of valor. Don't look, most of us, will look down on our victories too much. How many know what I'm talking about? Your victory, you don't say don't, your testimony. That's why it's important to share testimonies. Anybody who shares testimonies is somebody who has faith. When you don't share your testimony, you become weak. The Bible the day they overcame him by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony. Because the testimony builds confidence, it builds your faith to even do more. That's why you must always share your testimony with others. When you get opportunity, share your testimony. We do testimony service. Come and share your testimony. Because your testimony is not only building other people's faith. It's building your own faith. That if God was with me to do this, God would be to, with me to do something better. If God did this for me, God can do even more. And if God did this for my brother, God would do it for me as well. See, Satan is the one that makes us not want to share little victories. Because he thinks it's not a big deal. Who told you it's not a big deal? It's a big deal. How many of us in this one have killed a lion before? <laughs> How many in this one have killed a bear before? So it's a big deal. But a sick lion is, is a, it's a, a, lion it's dead dead. a lion nevertheless. Yeah. Uh, a, a toothache bear is a bear. Yeah. If you like, let his toothache go and see whether you can stand by him. <laughs> <laughs> Hallelujah. How many understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Listen. We are called to be leaders. Let's become great leaders. Don't settle for an average leader. Settle for a great leader. Amen. Amen. Become the Abraham. See, the Bible says in in, uh, Galatians chapter 2 that we are all of the seed of Abraham. Because he led well. I was listening to uh, uh, somebody, an atheist, say that they cannot prove. In the Bible, whether it was true or a myth, that Abraham left Haran or, or uh, heir of the Chaldeans to go to the, the promised land because he was supposed to be an idol worshiper. And so, I mean, they, they, they cannot under, I mean see how an idol worshiper whose father is an idol. Uh, the father was like a, the, the fetish priest of the... Of the of the idol that they were worshiping, and he doesn't see how if the father of the what do you call the the, the son of the fetish priest will leave the father's house to a god he hasn't seen before and go to a place. You see, and as the 80s was talking and trying to descri- uh, describe the the holes he was punching in the scripture, I could see more how true it was that the scripture is real. Because the more he points the holes, the more I saw through that. Yes, it will mean that you must have a certain wild faith to live what you know, to live what you have been used to all these years, 75 years, to follow a God you haven't seen before, to a voice you haven't really seen, and to go. That is what makes him the father of faith. That we all we all are heirs of. Because he he's he did not see, but he went. And he did not only go, he took others with him also. How did, if it was me, I, I might go. But I won't go with everybody. I went check to see whether the God is real. <laughs> Before I come for others. But he, Abraham, is better than I. Because he went with, he had enough faith to say, no, no, we are not staying here. Come, let's go. To go. He took a massive risk. Not knowing And leaving behind what he knew. To go to where he didn't know. To a God he could not see. To accomplish something that no one in his generation ever accomplished before him. But since he accomplished, look at us now. We are doing great. Because we are heirs of our father Abraham.